When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you so much for joining us on this Super Bowl special. Yeah, for those listening, I've just put on a cowboy hat. It's a bit slanted because I sat on it, unfortunately, but this is my bit of Americana to keep in with the spirit of things today. And I'm, I'm dressed like Johnny Cash as well. I'm, I'm the man in black. I'll have that. Sorry, so what has that got to do with the Chiefs or the Buccaneers? Yeehaw! Hola. Bonjour. Ni hao. Moi. Konnichiwa. Ahoy. Chost. Uh, and then, and then can, I, can I say another one which uh, Lila sent in from Hungary? And that's see ya. Whatever language you say it, everybody. Welcome to the Normal Not Normal podcast. I'm James Phelps. And I'm Oliver Phelps. And guys, I just want to say thank you so much for joining us because there will be every now and then throughout this season the odd extra episode we'll call this one um dropping in between the normal slots and this week we have got on a very very cool guest yes so today we're joined by cam jordan who is the defensive end for the new orleans saint and one of the top players in the nfl so thus making him one of the best sports stars in the world i guess he's currently in his 10th year with the nfl being a pro american footballer as we will call it over here but for a few months now, we've been chatting with Cam to arrange to chat to him on the Normal Not Normal podcast. And originally, we were hoping we were going to be able to talk to him when his team were about to play in the Super Bowl. But unfortunately, they fell a couple of games shy of making it there. But it's still great to talk to him and learning all about what it takes to be a pro sportsman, especially in such a cutthroat league like the NFL, and how he goes about what his normal is. Even if you don't know or have any interest in the NFL or professional sports in general. Just his whole story, his attitude, I thought was so inspiring to listen to and also talking to him about some of his other attributes as well. He gets up to his charity work, his stuff he's been doing online and just, yeah, just his his general outlook I thought was really, really great to be able to talk to him about. He's a very down-to-earth guy, really enjoy speaking to him, so I really do hope that you guys can enjoy it too. Do you want to, I, t- I tell you what, just, just explain what the game is. Okay, so American football, in a sense, is a game of percentages, of domination of yardage. I know what you're on about, and I'm confused. Well, it's true, that's the rules. Go on, and you do it. Basically, Go on, let's see you, do you, have four, you have four attempts to get 10 yep. yards. You've got yep. to get 100 yards, and then you get a touchdown. Yep. Done. Okay. Okay, now Plus I want the most to... points win. Now you have there you are fifty three to... players on this on the team. Yeah, eleven players on the field at one time for yep. each team. Yep, and there you go, done. Okay, and each play, was... each a play or a down is is an attempt for your in your four attempts to go ten yards. Okay, all right, come on, gosh, you're making a meal of this one. <laughs> Just saying. Anyway, the Super Bowl as well is the best teams from the AFL and the NFL. So let me categorise with my pens. So we've got Moomin. We'll say he'll be the NF- NFC, right? Yes. And then we have the uh, my camel from Dubai, who will be the 
AFC. Yes. And they play to see who will be the best of the two conferences. That would be a great team, wouldn't it? The Camels or the Moomins. Well, you know, Washington are looking for a new name. The Washington Moomins. Could be quite good. That would work. Moomin Trolls. Yeah, maybe you should put that to uh, to the commissioner. <laughs> Drop we, a message. She write in, yeah. Write in. I've got a new idea for this one. Yeah. So no, so that'll be. I know what I'll be doing for the Super Bowl is just chilling out, watching the game, and just yeah, pigging out a lot of lot of foods as well. That's normally how it rolls, even though it's later on in the evening. Yes. Uh, also, guys, I'd like to say thank you very much for all your messages and your response about merchandise. I've loved some of the designs. They've been very, very funny. So I think this is definitely something which we will go down. Um, what kind of thing would you guys be after is a good question. What do you mean? And like the, T-shirts or hats? What do you want? T-shirts masks. I was, I, see, I was thinking like, like books, like notepads and books or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I thought, right, what about a bag, right, that you could, like I'd call it Oliver's Rant Bag. So if you have to go on a rant at something and no one's around to listen to you, you can just rant into this bag and just get it out of the way. So you like express yourself and it's done. You would look very strange if you sat on a park bench and you just put a bag over your head going, whoa, whoa. Well, it's better. No, I don't mean, I don't mean, you'd, I don't mean you'd put it on your head. I mean, you'd literally just like untie it and just start going off in a rant. Well, hang on, let me, try and, let me try and find an example of said rant bag. It's this one here. Okay, here we go. Right. So you got your bag, right? Ramp bag. Comes with straps. So you can also keep stuff in it if you want to. You know, da 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 da. Like most bags. Like most bags. And then, yeah, exactly. See, it's a multi purpose piece of merchandise here. We're not just selling one thing, we're selling the dream. And yeah, so you, you start going, gosh, this is really irritating. This is really irritating. This is really irritating. So it could be mm, something. I can, I can like, relate to that one. It could be something like, okay, so say today, right, you're watching the Super Bowl advert, and why is it, right, I'm going to get so you start going your rant, why is this happening now? Why is nearly everybody on these adverts smiling when there's no reason to be smiling about it? I mean, she's talking about, I don't know. And then you do the bag up, zip, zip, and the world's a better place. But anyway, back to today. If you, could, saying- if you could do, if you could do an advert for this show on the Super Bowl, how would it go? I'd say, hello, everybody. I'm James Phelps, and I'm from Normal Not Normal Podcast, and we talk to a lot of people about what their normal is. I also give Did You Knows. Did you know CBS paid $1.65 million in 1962 for the first exclusive rights to broadcast the NFL games? Fox pays are apparently $1.15 billion per year now for the NFC package. That doesn't even cover the NFL Championship, which NBC acquired for just over £1 million, which will nowadays only buy you 30 seconds worth of a Super Bowl ad. Get it now where you get your podcast from. What an advert that would be! You'd remember it. Yeah. You'd remember it, wouldn't you? There you go. Today we have Cam joining us, and like we say, really nice guy, really good chat. And even if you're not into... Um, NFL, American football or sports in general. It is really fascinating to hear his story because he came from a family where his dad was actually an NFL player, but he all, he played in a time where the the top salary of a, of a league player was like $30,000. And his dad actually had a degree from Brown University as an in- engineer and he could earn more being an engineer than an NFL player. So he actually did 
two jobs at the same time. He grew up seeing his dad as a sportsman and what it took to do that. But we also talk about now the, the pressures of learning everything there is to learn to be a professional sportsman and the de dedication you get. But it's also nice to hear that he's a pretty grounded guy, isn't he? So it's, it's really good to, to hear his story. Exactly. Well, anyway, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here is Cameron Jewell. Cam, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I've got to say congratulations on the Pro Bowl again. Yeah, you know, uh, sixth one. Uh, you know, I'm a legacy kid. My dad played uh, in the NFL for 13 years, had six Pro Bowls. I finally tied. Uh, I'm not lesser. Yeah. I'm not lesser of a son. I'm I, I've lived up to the dream. <laughs> well, going on that count. So uh, our podcast is called Normal Not Normal. We're pretty much determining that there isn't actually a normal existence, as it were. But growing up, what was your normal growing up? Like what kind of kid were you? I would say everybody's everybody's definition of normal is probably going to be so obscure like everybody's not going to match up with the same normal my normal uh would be you know wrestling and fighting with my older brother and treating my little sister like she was a little brother you know so <laughs> uh, uh you know my dad played so my dad played football so we're very i would like to say larger than normal people you know like i'm 6'4 285 pounds i don't know what that means in kilograms it's probably like a buck 17 you know, um, I, I don't if I if I think I can do the conversion right, maybe a buck eighteen. But you know, my brother probably has about forty pounds on me, and he's probably about six three. I take that back. That'd be that'd be a little light for him. He probably has about fifty pounds on me. And right. then you know, my, my dad is probably about you know. So I'm six four. My brother's six two, six three. My dad's six five. Um, so it's a lot of there's a lot of throwing, a lot of a lot of weight around in our household. So just just growing up. And I mean, you know, that's all from from beginning one, two, three, four, five, as long as I can remember, you know, being pinned down to uh, being pinned down and beat up to, you know, 15, 16. Now pinning people down and beating people up. It is, you know, <laughs> times change and, and reverse. Um, but, yeah, I mean, growing up was 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 awesome. I mean, grew up in Minnesota, which is a completely different climate in which I, I really grew up in. I mean, my first six years of life, I was in land of a thousand lakes which it gets to be you know below 20 degrees 30 degrees um fahrenheit anyways mm. um yeah, that's pretty much the same it's cold i mean cold it's that stage isn't it it's cold as hell <laughs> uh, luckily i mean we we moved to arizona when i was like six so i never had to worry about snow again like i've been i've been blessed i went from arizona uh where it's 115 degrees in the summer you know our winter is like 65 degrees um to <laughs> Uh, you know, California, which everybody knows California is like the perfect place to live in the world in terms of climate. You know, it's just mm. like beautiful all year round. And then I moved down to uh, to New Orleans, Louisiana, uh, when I got drafted a decade ago. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a full a full blown decade ago. Um, but if it's not shorts and sweater weather, I'm really not here for it. Like if, if I can't yeah. wear flip flops every day, I don't want to be there. No, <laughs> I can I completely agree. <laughs> completely agree. I mean, so I was reading an interview, or actually a, a letter that you you penned recently, Cam, and it was you were talking about your your upbringing and stuff. And reading it, we've actually got a couple of things in common in terms of both our parents uh, or our mums made us teenage mutant ninja turtle costumes. Okay. Uh, so our, our mum which did one? That, I, I need to know which one were you. I I, I need to know. This is sort Rafa of Raphael. Raphael, I was yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I I was. 
I was Leonardo, the leader. Okay. Now, and then, and then obviously, and then later, you? What, who are you? Who are you actually? Yeah. I, yeah, I was definitely, I was definitely Leonardo. Like I assumed leadership okay. roles at every chance. But Raphael means yeah. like you know you you was you thought you were the leader. I'm not gonna uh, lie. To yeah, you, that's it. Yeah. yeah. He, always, <laughs> he always he always seems to think he had the leader, but he had he had a bit of a lip to him, didn't he? So no doubt, no doubt. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then obviously and then also as well, I remember uh, reading about how you were saying about the uh, the Power Rangers thing as well. So again, I was always wanting to be the Red Ranger. James always wanted to be the Green Ranger. And so yeah, slight slight similarities there, but I think that's probably where it ends roughly. <laughs> I'm, you know, I feel like every I feel like every every kid grows up trying to be either, you know, a ninja a ninja turtle or a power ranger. And then there's, you know, deviations, you know, they just you just go on and uh I think I, I took after uh Robin Hood for a little while. Like Robin Hood was my ideal hero because he mm. didn't listen to anybody and just like got to do what he wanted to do whether it was good bad or indifferent you know so i think i just started following that course like i'm just gonna do me for the rest of yeah. for the rest of my life yeah yeah well it's, it's done it's done you well so far <laughs> hasn't hasn't been bad <laughs> hasn't been no. bad at all no exactly but i mean so obviously like in your in your home your home life at the moment your wife is a is an ex basketball player herself you know in terms of like professional athlete yeah is that is that helpful in how you in how you get on type thing and how did you, how did you actually meet you know she so she played professionally overseas in finland and then was about to play in germany which would have been awesome you know in terms of visiting um but then she got pregnant with our son so <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean prior to that we had we had met in actual new orleans um for this big you know national tournament the uh final four tournament for college which uh is just you know, it start. It's huge for us, anyways. Uh, it sort of whittles down the nation's top basketball teams in the D one programs. Uh, so she went to the University of Rutgers, which I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with. It's some small school in New Jersey. Uh, they had like a veterans combine uh, at the NCAA Final Four, which travels every every year to a different city, um, and was in New Orleans. Uh, met her, so she was a year out of college. Uh, I was three years in the league, two years in the league, three years in the league. She caught me when I was young, damn it. Right, I, was living, yeah. I was living my best life and I walked into her and was like, hey, you, me, together, forever. Yeah. Then that was like all she wrote. <laughs> it's been it's been love and happiness ever since. Yes. yes. Definitely. And do, do you think that her being an athlete herself, she 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 understands it a lot more, your work schedule? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just the, uh, the, the hidden hours is, you know, the hidden hours of, uh, recouping your body because in basketball you can jog forever. Um, and you yeah. know, in football you're damaging your body. So it's all types <laughs> of, uh, you know, re rehabilitate rehabilitation time. So it's the massages, it's the acupuncture, it's the dry needles. It's, um, it's, the actually having people come stretch you manually stretch you it's yoga pilates it's a lot of hidden hours of just trying to get your body back from you know being in the car crash every weekend if you hadn't chosen to go into professional sports do you ever have any idea what you'd be what you'd be up to absolutely you know in my mind i initially went to uh went to cal with the intent of you know i was huge on greek mythology uh, norse mythology i loved superpowers of all sorts so i mean you know when it comes down to it, I thought I was going to be a history major. And it was like, you know, 
you can't spec you can't specialize what era of history you're in. And that's that's the 17 year old me. Like I just didn't know. I'm not gonna be a history major, but you have to learn everything. And you're like, and this is too much rhetoric. I'm reading way too much. I can't read all this. And so you immediately like, you know what? I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to uh, you know, I've always I've always been huge on debating. I was part of the debate team um early on, uh like junior high, some middle school-ish. Um, you know, let's let's try out this legal studies. So did legal studies, which, you know, the University of California, Berkeley is one of the four schools in, in, in our nation uh, in the U.S. to actually have an undergrad legal studies, which is cool. Um, but then shadowed a lawyer and was like, these guys are miserable. I've never seen a happy lawyer. <laughs> 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 and luckily by then, I, like I was getting really good at football and didn't have to worry about it anymore. Like I was like, <laughs> I, was like I, I guess I'm going to be pretty, you know, well off and miserable. Cause yeah, you know, yeah. everybody needs a job. And I guess I would have been one of these, you know, hopefully would have gone into the corporate lawyer world where I just would have been through litigation, siphoning money from the masses for, for years. <laughs> <laughs> just been on retainer fees for, for decades off of nothing. I guess I don't, uh, we need lawyers allegedly. That's, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> that's a whole different <laughs> that's, that's, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> Do you have like a pregame superstitions or anything that you like to do or any routines that you have to get done before you go out? So I, I didn't think I had any superstitions. Like I do my best not to all, you know, be set in any one routine. Cause I, I don't want to have to depend on something. Um, mm -hmm. But before a game, I usually jog the field. I jog the whole field. It's like owning the field, you know, you the field you're going to play on. Um, and whether I really warm up or not, eh, it's just up to me how I feel about it. But so this damn card, which I didn't think was, was special at all. So this is my, uh, my dad, of course. Yeah. Yeah. This, this makes it to every travel, travel bag. So every, every travel bag is a quick toss. I didn't know. I was doing it up until about three years ago. Like it was just, it just always happened to be in the same, you know, the same bag. And I was just like, Hey man, you know, it's good luck. Um, and now, like I said, now I've realized that I've tried not to, not to bring him a couple of times and it didn't work out well. So <laughs> he, he goes in the bag. <laughs> me, me, me and Steve Jordan are connected biologically. And, you know, as apparently a fanfare situation, I don't know. Yeah. Legacy ties. So camp for anyone outside of the states, it's an it's a big thing anyway. But especially in the states, is the thing to watch the Super Bowl. What like could you describe the big phenomenon phenomenon around it? Um, everything from like the, the the game itself, obviously, but also the advertisements, the halftime show, all the food, all that kind of stuff. Like, can you? Oh, absolutely. Give us give us the the breakdown on it. All. When I was a kid, I looked forward to Super Bowl halftime. I looked forward to the Super Bowl ads. I didn't look like the Super Bowl was a thing that happened, but it was like a holiday. You know, you 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 go knowing you go in knowing that you're going to eat great. You're going to have like unlimited sodas as as like, you know, as, as a seven, eight year old, uh, like unlimited soda and candy is your, you know, is your holy grail. Like I, I knew going in like they weren't going to like they were just going to be too focused on the video uh, uh, on the Super Bowl to be worried about what I'm eating. You know, like it was like the ultimate <laughs> like, you know, um, but bean dips, all types of seven layer bean dips, eight layer bean dips, like, you know, all types of casseroles. You've got chicken wings galore, pizza, whatever it is. It's, it's, it's sort of like Thanksgiving in a way less formal setting. You know, that's yeah. that's the easiest way to describe it. Like it's 
it's cousins, friends, whoever. It's like a family feel. Everybody from the damn neighborhood is in the house and you're watching this, the Super Bowl. And by the way, um, again, you know, it's, it's like the greatest Super Bowl commercials ever. Like, you know, growing up, it was like the Budweiser commercial where the little frogs were on, on the lily yeah. Oh, is that a Super Bowl advert? Yeah, it was like Budweiser, oh, okay. great yeah, commercial. Yeah. Like, you're always going to remember that. <laughs> it was the Doritos commercial, like, you know, uh, don't touch my don't touch my mama. Don't touch my Doritos. After like this little kid just slapped the dad, <laughs> slapped the uh, the man in the house. Like um, and this like I said, growing up, these are just commercials you're forever going to remember. Um, and then you talk about the halftime shows. As a kid, I don't. There were people singing or whatever. That was great. Mm. Um, yep. but that was you know that's outside looking in. And now as an NFL player, or at least when I became an adult, uh, you the ability to go to a Super Bowl is. That's that's top tier. That's top tier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like to think that the pinnacle of our sport leads to a Super Bowl uh, where you have two teams pitted against each other. I've still yet to go to one uh, as a player. Uh, I've got as far as the NFC championship game, which is a game away from the Super Bowl. Was there any like Super Bowl traditions for you as a kid or that you now do with your kids and your family and friends? Like normally I, I've missed probably the last eight Super Bowls because I'm in air. If I'm not in it, I'm really... I'm really hurt to watch it. I mean, sure. yeah. yeah, I catch it on I catch it on ESPN. The updates, like, oh, they won, good for them. Great, yeah, <laughs> just yeah. bitter. I like you said, we... just bitter. And, and I love this sport. <laughs> like, I, there's nothing I'd rather do like in the off season there other than turn on like turn on my my iPod my iPad and watch film, just breaking down different pass rush moves. But in terms of not being a Super Bowl, they're like, who do you want to win? I want everybody to lose. I want yeah yeah I want a no like, contest yeah. yeah I want I want everybody to be healthy but I want somehow there to be a no contest I want too many streakers on the field I want what happened at Capitol <laughs> Hill to happen I just want some insurgents <laughs> to pop up on the field like yeah you could get you could get all the players that were cut to like invade the field no doubt and... just <laughs> take over now that now that would be a halftime show <laughs> um, but right so we, we can we have some we have some guys on on Twitter to send over there what traditional uh things they get up to for super bowl i'm just wondering if you could cast your your opinion on what they what they've said so madison said the number one super bowl rule for them is get out of dad's way so you can watch number two dad will be grilling for three hours before the game even starts number three whichever team dad likes suddenly you like them as well so in that in that regard do your do your kids do they support whatever team like obviously support the saints or have they got their own different only only the saints only the Saints. My oldest is five. I got a four, a two, and a month and a month and change. I got a I got right, a brand okay. new. So uh, congratulations. I appreciate that. But my son and daughter are like, that's not the Saints. And we're, you know, and this is like during during season, we're just watching, like, you know, if we play on Sunday, then there's like a Monday night or Thursday night game. They're like, Dad, are you playing? I'm here, so I can't. <laughs> I'm a, like my son will be like. If they're not the Saints, who cares? I'm like, you're right. Who cares? I yeah. like how we do business. You know, like this is this is the same energy that we're going to keep for the rest of our lives. Unless you you get hired by somebody else. Like, you know, that then then we'll then dad'll jump on your bandwagon, you know, and, and root for you. But till then, you're right. It's the Saints versus everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, another girl, Lauren, sent a message in saying that the number one rule in my house, and this definitely applies, to, I know in my house whenever a big football game's on or a rugby game is that you sit in the same spot and if you leave the room and something good happens for your team, you are forced to stay out of the room until something bad happens. 
you, you got to stay out the room. Don't mess up the juju. Like I, I, yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> um, I definitely have cousins that are just like that. Like, you know, if they, if they drink a beer and they score a touchdown, like, Every time they they score a touchdown, now you got to drink a beer. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a good tradition. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since most restaurants are packed, my family orders a crap ton of pizzas, and we watch the game all night. And everyone over 21 takes shots for every touchdown the other team gets, which is probably one way to spend the night as well. Responsible drinking, no doubt. You got you got to hey, leave your keys on the counter. Everybody in the house got to stay in the house. That sounds, that sounds like it's going to be a hell of a ride because if you're rooting for uh, for the Chiefs, then, you know, you're probably going to be drinking a lot. And if you're rooting for the other team, eh, you got a chance. We'll see. But, yeah. you know, you know, the Chiefs put up points either last year, this year. Hopefully. Is that, who, who do you reckon then for this uh, this year? Uh, the turf. I want <laughs> I want them both to lose. I don't I don't know how. OK, I just I haven't figured that part out. If I had to, if I had to choose one, I can't choose. You know what? The team in red. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Ones with helmets on, right? Ones with helmets. Yeah. (laughs) Good old ones with helmets. Damn it. This is Nick and says, "I'm not American. I'm French, but I love the Super Bowl. But I'm not in a good country to watch it, so I don't have any traditions about it." But two years ago on Super Bowl night, I asked my girlfriend to be my wife at Walt Disney World. Is Super Bowl Sunday traditionally a romantic event? No. No, it is not. <laughs> that's the that's the romantic Frenchman, isn't it? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it could be. Just think about it. if your team wins the Super Bowl, you're probably at the happiest moment of your, you know, yeah. current mindset. So then you could just turn into, you know, like I'm yeah. sure a lot of kids are conceived on that night. You know, yeah, just like yeah. oh, and and then my team won the Super Bowl, and now it's time. And there may even be some marriages would have happened on the back of that as well. Oh, no yeah, doubt, such a joint move. Or even sometimes, like on. I mean, cause I remember when I was, I remember when I was, uh, I was, I had, I was in Australia and I had a an engagement ring to propose to my wife, but I didn't know when on this trip I was going to do it. And I said, so I, I went to watch a cricket match out there, and we were sat on this, uh, we sat outside in England. We're getting absolutely thrashed by the Australians at the time. And I thought, right, if just one of our players makes over fifty. I'll do it tomorrow. And sure enough, Ian Bell gets 60 something not out. So I'm like, right, okay, I've got to do it tomorrow. And then I'm thinking, right, I'm going to toss a coin. Am I definitely going to do it today? And it was one of those heads, one more heads, right, okay, I'll do it. So you never know. There may be some people saying, right, if this team gets over a certain amount of points, I'll do it hmm. today or something like that. No doubt. No doubt. Just keep firing up. Uh, so apparently I owe, okay. I owe my wife a, a way better proposal. You just went to Australia to do it. Damn you. I did, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell her though. I didn't, I've got to be honest. I didn't tell her until a week before that we were going to watch a cricket tour. So, you know, but still, we still went to Australia though. It was good. Still, I'll say still, you got engaged in Australia. I rolled over in bed, was like, Hey babe, let's do this for the rest of our lives. Huh? <laughs> you want to continue this? I like this. Yeah. We should continue yeah. this. So apparently I owe her a better one. I told her, you know, 10 years in, well, I'll get her a better one. I, apparently I got to get a better ring and a better proposal. So I will just do both. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. blast. I thought we were married. I thought I didn't have to do this anymore. <laughs> Cam, um, we're looking into it and we saw that your charity work is really inspiring. I know you don't want to blow your own trumpet and all that, but I have to say, of you know, how great it has been to, to see all the amazing effort that you've done, uh, giving back to the people of New, New Orleans. How do you pronounce it? New Orleans or New Orleans? New Orleans. New Orleans. Nolens. Yeah. So ever since ever, ever since you arrived there, uh, you've been giving back to the community. Can you give us a couple of highlights that of things that you've done since 
2011 and and up until like COVID time as well. It's really just like, what does my community need? Like, you know, coming in, not knowing anything, really anything about New Orleans coming from Arizona. Um, I spent every Tuesday during season going into the city, going outside of the city, visiting different elementaries, middle schools and high schools. Um, just talking to the kids, seeing, you know, seeing what the vibe was of the city um, and surrounding areas. I mean, I've gone everywhere from, you know, Eugene to Shreveport. And so that's probably a six or seven hour split difference there. And is this, is this, is this just on your own, on yeah. your own back or is this, this is, this isn't, this isn't anything to do with the club or anything? Uh, no. So we have a community relations uh, lady um, and, you know, when you're a rookie, they try and like show you different spots. And I got to be real personal with her. Uh, and she's sort of like my teammate in, in the city. Like, you know, I'm like, hey, do we have connections here? Or she 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 sort of helps vet a school, you know, like I'm not just going to walk into be like, hey, Cam Jordan <laughs> yeah. here. Let me talk to your kids. So, yeah, I, I definitely use her to vet. <laughs> so they know I'm just coming in like, so who is this grown ass man trying to talk to these kids? <laughs> I don't don't need to be in jail. Just that press, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Don't need to be in jail. Just trying to say hi, you know. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, uh, just like talking to these kids, you know, hosting, which, which spurned into hosting kids camps, uh, teaching, you know, teaching football to these kids, um, everything from hosting backpack drives for, you know, back to school drives to, uh, turkey drives. Um, uh, and I've had, you know, kids that I've talked to or kids that I've gone to a house and donate, you know, pay their electric bills or whatever it was, um, come back, eight, nine, 10 years later. And just like, Hey man, you did this, you did, you know, you did this for me and it really touched me. And now, you know, I've gone on to a better, you know, I was inspired to go to a better college. I was inspired to do things that, you know, whatever. Um, and it's uplifting. Like you hear five years later, you know, you're in a grocery store and, and, and a man walks up on you. Cause this man's like 20, like, bro, when I was 14, you came to my school and you told me about the university of California, Berkeley. And it brought out, like, I thought I was going to stay in state for school. And uh, because of you, you know, I ended up going to Arizona state um, and, and really had a, you know, a phenomenal blast. Now I'm a, a realtor out in Arizona and I'm like, all right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but so starting, uh, so then I, a couple of years ago, I started up God is love foundation when, hurricanes came through lake charles we hit, hit louisiana i uh, was able to you know raise 50 fifty thousand dollars something like that um and gave it to try and help the people in 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 lake charles and then of course we now partnered up with the uh crescent city corps in new orleans which is going to focus on uh i wouldn't say retraining the uh local police but i would like to say improvising uh training program yeah. for the new orleans pd um which is going to be awesome uh and that's probably my biggest happiest accomplishment is is partnering with uh the city to try and create real change yeah yeah amazing yeah, no, yeah. well well done well congratulations done, on all that mate. Yeah, <laughs> no way, doubt no doubt it'll continue yeah i'll say look you made me think about it. i was like what have i done <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, so let's 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 talk about obviously with life in lockdown and everything what's been going on. So you and your family have taken part in making a series of videos uh, while seeing what the New Orleans Saints. Um, I can't, can't even say it right. New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Um, yeah social look, media like the, accounts. The, the New Orleans Saints. You know, New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. But everybody locally, like, welcome New Orleans, baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? It is it is what it is. Um, that New Orleans baby is real. You don't even know where the new and the Orleans becomes one word. It just happens. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I love, love learning new things. Okay. So, 
start that again. So anyway, so you and your family have been doing these videos with the uh, <laughs> New Orleans Saints social media. There we go. And um, and I noticed that they were able to put that up because I saw the video of your your lad with the um, uh, the weighted what's it called smash ball, just like doing like the one two three type burpees. No, was oh yeah, burp, oh yeah, yeah, and. When that type of thing, like fitness videos and read bedtime stories and stuff like that, is that just like your your family life? And you thought, right, okay, this is what we're doing, and it's it shows other people as well. One way of adapting to the locker to the lockdown, or is it just something where you can do to keep it going with staying sane? Absolutely, um, that gives that gives them a little reprieve because legitimately, since March, they've been on super lockdown. Like, you know, they don't leave the four walls of our of our house. You know, they they they've been awesome. Um, this this past year because it's like um, you know we went from kids going to school to now homeschooling so she handles all of that like she does everything you know it's bad when she gets mad at you for leaving to go to work you know that was, you gotta go outside I, I'm going to work babe like I'll be like I'm coming right back you get to leave you see other people I do I do and you've you all you get to see is this face and our three kids you're right. I'm sorry. Um, but it, it gives them a, a complete reprieve uh, just in terms of giving them an extra activity to do, whether it's, you know, the Nerf gun wars we've we had every week for the first four months of quarantine to, um, again, you know, the fitness videos you see. Uh, and that's I mean, the fitness videos, it's inspired off of their punishment. Like they don't they don't get time out. They do push ups and jumping jacks. I was going to say, they do, they do proper push-ups as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a, a cheap push-up that you see some guy in the gym doing. Yeah. It's a proper <clears throat> down to the floor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. There's no cutting corners here. Um, And like I said, when, you, when they mess up or they're not focusing, then it's time for push-ups. And or, or now, you know, my five-year-old now does planks. Like, you, you're going to be strong if you don't know how to listen. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't, I can't do what my parents used to do. You know, I can't just like chuck a shoe at, at a kid. That's 20, <laughs> 2020, 2021, you know, the new age. You can't just do what you want. You can't just slap a kid in the back of the head. That's not flying these days. Um, but what we can do is these wall squats. So <laughs> <laughs> give me the shoe anyway. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. G- give me a minute of wall squats and you change your tune up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But um, I did. I mean, I did. I did love it though. When uh, when I was reading how you said how uh, you guys were playing in the in the front um, on the driveway with like paint balloons and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. But, uh, but but like how even now, like when you pull on the driveway, that that will remind you of that. Yeah, of that, uh, of that, of that fun time, which is great. Which I, th- I don't think many people have kind of taken that step back to see what people have been doing in the in the lockdown periods and they can almost like remind themselves of okay that was when we we made the best of a of a bad situation with anything what, what was going on no doubt that i mean you know we got all types of we got everything in this house at this point it's become like its own little fun house i mean on fridays they paint their hair like i've got so many bottles of like little little hair paint you know what i'm saying my son is at every color hair possible i mean they look like sailor moon characters out in this thing like you know just random bulbs and colored hair everywhere uh they look like little trolls that's on fridays uh <laughs> but that's just it like you have to make it fun you have to make it end of it like kids don't care that you're on you're on quarantine kids don't you know kids don't even perceive what's going on in this world so you have to make it fun for them. very much so we're gonna go so I've said this is called normal, not normal. So a couple of questions final couple of questions was uh what's the most normal thing about you, Cam? What is normal these days? Who is who defines normality? Um, 
to, to define normal means that there has to be a sense of commonality between the entire world. Um, this, you can see you're the one who went to uni here. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only normal thing I think I do is before I, before I leave the house, I make sure that uh, I'm cooking breakfast. I prefer my breakfast over her breakfast. Okay. I'm, the, I'm just a better cook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, so in terms of that, in that, then what would be the least normal thing? The least normal thing. Oh man. I mean, so, to be honest, from 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 listening to you, I don't think it's that normal to, in terms of your charity work, to mm. definitely not rest on your laurels and keep doing what you're doing. See, I think that's a normal for me because, as far as I know, my dad did the same thing. You know, for me, right. it's normal. Um, you know, if anything, that's, that's a normal part of my, my daily life as well. I mean, I feel like out of all my friends, I'm probably the only one that reads anime the way, or reads manga and manwas the way that I do. Um, I can't, I can't kick the habit. I started. You think, yeah, you yeah. think, I reckon they, they do, but they don't tell you. Yeah, I'll say, I'm, I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not hiding it. I'm just like, yo, bro, like I checked out this new manga and they're like, ah, all right, Cam. And I'm like, yup, no doubt. <laughs> Thanks guys. Thanks for my, thanks for the support of my friends. Um, <laughs> uh, but let's, I mean, let's, let's go with that. I mean, if anything, um, I think, I think I'm more normal. Like I wish I, I wish I had some talents. I have football. I've got kids. I give, I, I think I give a lot to the community. I wouldn't be able to play a piano. So they asked me in about a year, if I can play piano, then that'll be my, my unnormal trait. Right. But also as well, just one of the questions we, we heard that you, you mentioned it before, but like, so we played in Harry Potter, our, our characters played Quidditch. I've played before. Yep. Continue. Yep. Defen yep. Def defensive ag aggressors. <laughs> That's kind of, I suppose, in a, in a nutshell, what your position is on the football field. Are you, fam are you familiar in what type of position you would be if you were a Quidditch player? A good beater. All the cool people are, yeah. Great. So Cam, uh, I just got three, my, what I call them 3am questions because the, the best answers come when you're not thinking about them at 3am in the morning. Um, if I'm up but, at 3am in the morning, I'm drunk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they're basically a first, I was actually able to send you a couple of, to, to prep. I refuse, I refuse to, to look at them. Excellent. Amazing. Like, Don't tell me, just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> So what is your favorite book? Uh, growing up or now? Either. Uh, okay, so growing up, it was Anne McCaffrey's White Dragon. So I grew up like I needed I needed to know that there was like other entities in this world or something like that. And dragons did it for me. And of course, I guess throughout my childhood, of course, it was been probably the Harry Potter series because that carried me from like fourth grade through what the last book I was in college like that. Like it was like, yeah. 15 years a span of 15 years yeah good choice good choice uh what is your favorite food uh favorite mexican food i'm from arizona like i was born in minnesota but i'm from arizona it, it has to be enchiladas uh chicken enchiladas with the with the green chili sauce uh which the uk like being out uh, in, oh, don't get don't get me don't, started on no, it's, no, it's not it's, it's not it's not mixed on the whole, it's when melted it's served, cheese on some Doritos, and that's Mexican over here. <laughs> Definitely. Actually, dur during the last lockdown, I actually was determined to learn how to make tortillas. Yeah, fire. So you, you, I'll say you got the whole press because you can't, yeah, yeah. You can't went, roll those things big. out. You got to have like a real press. I do them from time to time. 
like yeah, nothing, no, it's good fun. Nothing, nothing better than hot tortillas. Huh. Right. I know I'm having for dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite song? Uh, favorite song. Push It by OT Genesis or Papa Got a Brand New Bag. Uh, nice. James Brown. James Brown. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm also I'm also good with some Avenge Sevenfold just because I love like a solid guitar solo. Have no idea what they're saying, by the way. <laughs> no, but I, I, I'm in love with the idea of a guitar solo. Uh, what is your favorite film? Favorite film again, childhood or now? Childhood, Lion King, either or, either or, Lion King, Lion King, Lion King, yeah. Oh, like you can't, you can't beat Lion King, you you can't. Um, now I I have to rely on Hitch, like it's it's comical relief that you never knew you needed. It's Will Smith, damn it, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, what is your favorite quote? I think, therefore, I am would be the the quote um and i feel like every philosopher ever probably took claims to that so the origin of that to me is unknown mm. in fact new favorite movie anchorman i can't i can't live without it uh, if you said i could yeah. only walk away with one movie it'd be anchorman or yeah. talladega nights damn will ferrell that's a very yeah. underrated film isn't it? no doubt talladega nights is greatness yeah, uh, good choice, good choice. Cam, thank you so much for uh, for being able to join us today. That's been, uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed having you on. No doubt. I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, I would say even if you aren't Saints fans, come on over. We're just better. We have the better oh, fan definitely. base. Definitely. Next, actually, our first ever NFL game was, it was in Chicago, but it was the, the Bears versus the Saints. Okay. 2009, 2008, 2009. Okay. So before me. Yeah. I know it was the week before Christmas, and it was so cold. Like we, we were able to go down to the field beforehand and it was like, it was harder than concrete. You deserve better. So I can, you deserve better. I completely agree with you being wanting to stay in no. where it's warm. <laughs> exactly. And play that. So next, next times, you know, next, I'm, I'm just going to hit you guys up next football season and like, like, Hey, are you guys doing anything? Come on down to new Orleans. I can treat you to a way better football game than whatever you witnessed. We're better. We're just, <laughs> it's a way better atmosphere. Think about 75,000 fans screaming, who that say going to beat them Saints? And that's just to kick. That's just before the initial kickoff. It's bone chilling. Yeah, we def- we'll definitely uh, definitely have to take you up on that on that offer though. We definitely love Absolutely. to do that. Absolutely, definitely. And if you're ever in if you're ever in the UK, please let us know, and we'll love to say thank you for for coming on here today. For sure. Take, <sighs> Once take, we get out take of take you to training. a Mexican house or something. Definitely. No, <laughs> no, no Mexican houses, no blood sausages. My only two rules about the UK. Please, please. <laughs> that sounds good that's great cheers again mate thank you so much and uh, I hope you have a nice recovery in off season and I hope next season goes really really well for you I appreciate that I appreciate that you guys have a blessed one thanks for having me on all the best cheers and you take care mate bye that was so cool being able to chat to Cam today it was really good fun especially because he's such a a good guy just to talk to he's very easygoing you wouldn't believe he's the best player in the league at that position and again just going on all the stuff that his he as a person has done for charity and he's giving back just giving out good energy as it were good things to people um either it's just your time it can really come back just like when he said that he <laughs> that guy came over to him and said you know 10 years ago you came into my school and now i've i'm living a great life in Arizona. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose, as, as he says, you know, I suppose as well that um, 
you know, money can buy you a lot of cool stuff, but it will never be able to buy you that feeling when you get spoken to, when someone speaks to you and says what an impact you have had on that person's life. Like it's such a such an amazing thing. So yeah, just just well done, and uh, a huge huge thanks again to Cam for coming on. We've been talking for a couple of months now about about getting him on the show, and it's a shame that we weren't able to speak to him with him being in the Super Bowl this week. But we're fully supporting him to get there next season with the Saints. Yeah, I hope so, and hopefully we can get. Do you reckon he can? I reckon we could at least go to one of the the games next season if we can he, travel. He, he invited us. He did, and uh, I'd love to go and see a game in Narlins. If I said Narlins. that correctly, Narlins. there you go. There's a how how to say sound like a local. Exactly, exactly. Uh, James, so what are you getting up to? Where are you watching the Super Bowl? Usually, my a couple of friends and I, we normally have a late night party to watch it. And again, we get the hot dogs and all that kind of stuff, which came about because we, we saw a few games, didn't we, when we used to be in California over this time of year. Mm. And so we got into the whole American side of it. We would kind of recreate that in the middle of the night over here. But unfortunately, that isn't going to be happening this year. So I'll be on my own with the dog watching the Super Bowl. Try not to wake my wife up if I get a bit loud watching the game. No, very, very nice. I think it'll be, I think it should be good fun. Obviously, it's uh, an unexpected turn up for the books. Well, here's it. Okay, it's going to bring me on to my did you knows. Oh, can, I, can I throw a did you know? Let me, let me throw a did you know at you because I thought as this is a... Super Bowl special. I thought I'd show you something. I thought I'd tell you something. So here's a did you know fact. So did you know that the first Super Bowl, so Super Bowl one, yep. which took place on the 15th of January 1967, the halftime show featured the Three Stooges with the University of Arizona and the Gambling State Marching Band. So it's a little bit different to how it's gone on to this whole pageantry right now, but still nonetheless a very good spectacle. Oh, but do you know who won? Uh, I know Nixon was in the crowd. What? It was won by the Green Bay Packers, and it is called the Vince Lombardi Trophy. It he is, was the yes, first coach who course. won it. And he, he had was. a great saying, which was, if you're early, you're on time. If you're on time, you're late. And if you're late, don't bother showing up at all. So my did you know facts for the day. So this year, Super Bowl 55, did you know this is the first time ever that the city that is hosting the Super Bowl is in the final at their stadium. The Tampa team Bay. Team. Tampa Bay are playing. They're going to be playing the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and they're going to be playing at Tampa Bay's home stadium. First time ever. It is Raymond James Stadium. I remember I went to see a game there last last year, year before last. And so when the uh, the Bucks score, they there's a there's a pirate ship right at the one end. And when they score, they fire this cannon out of this pirate ship. It scared the hell out of me. I didn't know what was going on to begin with. And then, thought, oh, of course, of course, why why wouldn't they have a massive pirate ship what fires uh, from there? But it was all very, very good. And very much, if you're an outsider looking in and thinking, what is American sport? Right there. That was it. So another did you know fact you know so in america this always blew my mind beforehand about any kind of american sports but some teams move cities and it's mad isn't it it is absolutely incredible it's hard to imagine a i know i know wimbledon did it to in in football years ago but that didn't, didn't really, really work, work out too it. well but mm. normally teams in in a lot of other countries just stay in the town but in america in in a lot of their sports, especially NFL, it would appear, they move all over the place, some some of them. And so 
Do you know which team has moved the most? The Rams? The, you are correct, yep. So they are now known as the Los Angeles Rams, but they begin. They began in Cleveland, then they moved to Los Angeles, they then moved to Anaheim, then they moved to St. Louis, and then they moved back to Los Angeles. Five different homes. Anyway, that was my did you know facts about NFL. If you've got any other good ones, please let me know because I know there are plenty more to about uh, the sport, but it is a really enjoyable sport. Again, something that I never really got into until I started spending a lot more time in the States and it is a really fascinating game to go into. It, like, it is a, a brutal sport. Let's, let's make no no bones about it, you know. So uh, nothing but respect for anyone who wants to put themselves through that in the name of their passion and their sport. Thank you so much for joining us on this Super Bowl special. If you are getting into the spirit of things today, have a good one. No, no, no. It's all about no, the environment, isn't it? No, cheering no. for the right team. So, guys, stay safe. We'll see you next time. Normal Not Normal is a stable production. 